and we're not wizards. We are the best. And also, we're not wizards. Enjoy the show. Bye. Zabirius Board Game Review Sometimes you sense the purpose of something. You grasp the motive behind the work in front of you. Normally you're presented with a final product in the best form of what something should be. On occasion, the end result is so bright, so glittering, that you end up slightly closing your eyes, almost squinting in order to see past the glitz and the glamour to more stripped-down version underneath. On occasion you wish the brightness had been toned down, maybe that the last fleck of gold had been left on the table, the last piece of glitter had been left in the bottle, as what you had was already good enough. You didn't need the ostrich feather to show everyone you had made something special. For Zabarius, there was a lasting peace between the humans, the undead, the guardians and the ox. And that was shattered when someone decided that they needed to make a kid-friendly skirmish-type board game after a campaign of theft, apple-stealing, stink bombs and threats of terrible dad jokes. The four peaceful factions have vowed not only to wipe each other off the out, but to try to maintain the highly lucrative construction industry that provides many of the jobs in Zibarius. It's your job as one of the heads of the factions to build, attack, defend and potentially let down the tyres of your rivals until you stand victorious over the land. Of course, some of that might not be true. Siberius lands at the table with a mixture of battle and building, where you'll be tasked of wiping out the units of the opposing teams. On your turn, you'll be able to use coins to upgrade buildings that you have, starting from wood, working your way up to gold. Upgrading buildings gives you the opportunities to field more powerful characters that you can take into battle, with most of the characters having a special skill that can be used as you fight. You can team up if you're looking to increase your attack strength, or support units when they come under attack by providing extra cover. It helps to open up a bigger variety of potential strategies as you play, as opposed to constantly playing a one-on-one game between characters. You'll be laying siege to unprotected buildings to remove them from play, controlling squares to give you more coins, or even using the teleport squares to zip around the board to help spread yourself across the land. Siberius brings a lot of variable player powers to the table as you start to bring on the more expensive units and with such a diversity on offer it opens up the potential for replayability though getting to grips with every character is definitely a steep learning curve. In terms of winning, very simple. Wipe everyone else out on the board including the units and buildings and you'll win the game. With all the various character designs, I was kind of surprised that there aren't other win modes available. There's nothing to stop you from making something up if ultimate destruction isn't always your cup of tea. In terms of looks, <sighs> Zabarius hits the table in an attack of rainbow primary colours with the board character art and the components are joyously cartoonish. Even though some of the characters are monstrous in appearance, it's more akin to the monsters you're going to see in a kid's cartoon show than anything that's going to cause nightmares in younger players. The iconography is clear on the buildings and characters, and you're never really left second-guessing. 
The reverse of the characters serve to remind you of the special powers each of them have, so you're only really a flip away if you do get stuck. The main difference from most of the games that you play is that each of the factions of Zeberius is given their own individual pack, where the faction's board acts as a lid that covers an active punch board where the components are stored. As you use coins, buildings and characters, you'll remove them from the recess in the board or flip them if they're coins to show they've been spent. It's novel, unique and, being honest, well, it was more of a gimmick than something that improved the game itself. Yes, I played the first one or two rounds picking out coins and characters and buildings, but eventually I just took everything out and laid it next to the board. I've concerned that concerns that prolonged play might end up damaging the pieces if they're repeatedly removed and put back in, and also how secure the dice are going to remain after the foam has had time to settle. I'm not entirely convinced the modular faction board works in terms of application or storage of the game in long term. Learning. <laughs> See, you've decided to wave the huge red flag at this rampaging Luddite bull reviewer. And maybe it's not Zaberius' fault that I'm fairly opposed to on- online rule books being used as a method to teach new games. But considering this is a game primarily aimed at the younger members of the tabletop squad, I'm really surprised of the missed opportunity to have some learning materials that a child could go through with their play partner and get something out of reading the rules together. Zuberius is asymmetrical in terms of the different player powers on offer here, and so while the base rules are fairly simple to grasp, it's actually a lot more complicated than first impressions imply. You can view the rules online, and there are videos that will explain the various factors and how they work. There are actually 24 videos that explain the factions, and the downloadable rulebook is 29 pages, five of which explain the main gameplay, and the rest give explanations of how each character works. That has the potential to lead to a lot of stopping and checking in the first couple of games, and just like Root, You might be tempted to stick to the same faction for the first couple of games until you get the hang of all the nuances the different characters offer. A game like this is crying out for crib sheets for every faction, and even a reminder of the core mechanics would be welcome with some kind of quick start rule sheet. Setup for Zuberius is never going to take too long due to the modular board system. Like most board games aimed at kids, timing isn't always going to be the decider on how long games will last. Slow, relaxed game with three or four players might easily hit over the hour mark, if not more. Two players are going to be much shorter, depending on how aggressively you decide to go after the other player. You need to set aside more time for your first couple of playthroughs, especially if the players are trying new character sets for the first time. So keep that in mind. Well, what do you think? Zuberius is like an overseasoned soup. It's like where the main premise has been added to again and again and again to the point where the strength of the core game is diluted and unnecessarily overcomplicated. The game contains so many additional extras it comes to the detriment of a solid and entertaining experience. It's like someone has presented you with a most excellent meal, but is insisting that you drink the soup through a garlic and chilli breadstick straw, and that you can only start eating the main course once the chef has danced around cascading flower petals over your steak and triple cook onion chips while reciting an appetite chant. There's a lot of things to like though. The upgrading the buildings to allow more advanced units reminds me of a cool tower defence game and the ability to assist other units in battle to either attack or defend is fun and inspired. The overall production in terms of the art is bright and colourful and it's perfect for the market it's trying to be captured here. At the same time though, 
uh, I kind of wish they would have just gone went for the dull and boring and for some of the production choices. Zabirius could do with a box. A dull, boring cardboard box to keep the components and board game in. And yes, I'm banging the online rulebook drum again, but in an age where I play board games to keep my kids away from screens as much as possible, I want a paper copy rulebook to flick through, especially since there seems to be quite a few differences between the factions when it comes to learning. Additions that would have helped make the game easier to play have been sacrificed for the sake of modular boards that would be dumped after several plays. There's a great kid-friendly game here, but the overproduction is rampant in an attempt to make it stand out and that ultimately hurts what it could be. You any tips? Well, I was tempted to dash off and explore in those first few turns. It actually makes sense to try and upgrade your main set as quickly as possible while spending some money on the smaller, cheaper units to defend. So you can find out more about the game by visiting zabarius.com. This review is based on the retail version of the game provided to us by the designer and publisher. We're not paid for this review. We give a general overview of the gameplay, and so not all of the mechanical aspects of the game may be mentioned. If you'd like to read more, you can read on our website, which is we're not wizards tabletop.com. And if you want to support the show, please consider going to patreon.com forward slash we're not wizards and dropping us support. Until the next time, stay safe, roll sixes, make something awful. Goodbye. Wizard is never Is he early? He arrives precisely when he means to.